Dear King, there are many twists and turns navigating Earth. I know you are not offended by your children's questions and you can handle our emotions. Since we are called to be ambassadors, help us to establish heaven here on Earth. Now, life won't be perfect and that's fine, but help me figure things out. I invite you into the places and spaces of my life. I hope the royals will do the same. And in return, we will serve our generation in the will of God. Humbly submitted, Pia. What's up, Royals? It's you guys. It's Pia, and I am back with another episode of Dear King, the podcast. I am so happy to be back with you guys. Oh my gosh, I had an amazing birthday. Thank you all for all of your well wishes. Thank you for all of the love. Um, I just really felt loved and celebrated. So thank you guys for showing up for me in that way. Now, y'all know what else happened over the weekends. Mother's Day. Oh my gosh. Happy Mother's Day. Belated Mother's Day. Um, sending all the roses and the flowers to all the mothers. Happy belated Mother's Day to my mother, dearest. Okay, Minister Johnson, we see you, girl, out there doing your thing, okay? So happy Mother's Day to all the royal mothers, those who listen to the podcast, and to your mothers. I think it's beautiful that we continue to celebrate our mothers because, listen, they are always down and if, for whatever reason, you don't have a mother to celebrate, there is someone that you can shower some love on. So please do that, okay? Please make sure that we continue to share roses, even outside of Mother's Day, to those who mother us, those who love on us, those who nurture us along the way. I know that I will, and I hope you do the same, okay, Royals? Other than that, I hope you had a great week. Um, I hope you are enjoying your week, enjoying whatever it is you have going on. I hope it's not too stressful. If it is, send a prayer on that thing, okay, and release it on up. And we're not even going to worry about that. If heaven ain't worried, we ain't either. Amen? Amen. Listen, y'all already know what time it is. I don't got to delay it no further. Y'all know I got some facts for you. These are the facts, not to be confused with take me to court facts. These are my facts, which means these are what I hope that you will take and run with. Should you decide to, don't hold me to it, but I'm sure to bless you. Remember, I have that annoying thing and the hand of God on me, so I will not steer you wrong. Today's facts are brought to you by breakfast because some of y'all been doing breakfast wrong. And your guys, this PA is here to correct us, okay? One, sugar does not go on grits. I, 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 I don't care what nobody told you. I don't even care what the box told you because, see, those people wanted customers. That's what they wanted. They wanted you to continue to buy this. And they don't care how you eat it. But I want you to know, I'm coming to you on behalf of your stomach, okay? And I'm correcting this behavior because we will not have constipation running on in the, in the royal household. In the castle, there will be freedom. And this, this here is devastation to your stomach. I promise it is. Let me tell you what you can put. Let me just start with the positive things, okay? All of this is positive. All of this is informative. All of this is to enrich your palate. 
These are the things you should put sugar on, okay? You should put sugar on oatmeal. That's great. That, that'd be great. Put a little sugar and a little cinnamon. A little cinnamon on your oatmeal, okay? That's perfect. You can put sugar on your cream of wheat, okay? Put a little sugar on that little butter, okay? Perfect. If you have a box of cereal, you can put sugar on that. Little sugar on your cold cereal. That would be perfect, Royals. Nobody's arguing. Nobody at all. But since the Royals seem to be a bit confused, let me tell you what you can put on your grits. You can put shrimp in your grits, okay? And whatever that is, that little salsa creole situation that comes with the sugar, that little scampy sauce, that goes on a grits too. Laver, la, laver? Is that how you say it? I think that's how you say it. We're going we gonna, to we gonna go with laver. We're going to go with lather it up on your grits. With all, whatever that scampy shrimp and grit thing is, put that on there, okay? Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper's here for your grits, okay? Here for your grits. Please put the salt and pepper. That's decent. That's in order, okay? Butter. A little butter on there. Margarine. I can't believe it's not butter. Whatever butter substitute, okay? Vegetable oil is probably wrong. Don't do that. But whatever little butter substitute you got, you can slide that in your grits. Bacon. Hello, somebody. It's a place in Las Vegas called Grits Cafe. Y'all, that place, will they know what to do with grits, okay? They put bacon, little chives on there, little salt and pepper will change your life forever, okay? That's how you eat grits. And you, can, I'm not even mad at the person who's going to put a little gravy, you know? They got a little biscuit on the side. They're going to put a little gravy on their grits and dip. Oh, saints! Royals, I think I just taught you something about breakfast. So if you, every time you listen to this, if you listen to this before breakfast time, go ahead and bless yourself. If you listen to this at nighttime, guess what? Breakfast is for dinner. And you know what you don't want? Sugar on your grits. That's what you don't want. I just helped you. I just created a, a party in your mouth and a party in your tummy. And it won't be a rumbling and it won't be racing you to the bathroom. It's going to bless you. Okay? Those are the facts. I really hope you run with them. It'll bless your house, your kitchen. May your household be blessed. Hey, may your cabinets be blessed. May your pantries be blessed. Amen? In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay? So, I have a topic for y'all today. And I know for some of us, you know, the royals who are like me, who ain't been saved your whole life, you remember this song. It's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get the money for the rent. That song, and y'all look at this like, where is God Sister Pia going with this today? Where is she going? Because what are we going to be talking about? And I just, I have to answer this question. How can I be used but not abused? Because oh, we don't want to be used and abused. So we're going to talk about what we need to do to keep ourselves protected against people who wants to use and abuse us or pimp our gifts. Facts. No matter where we are or what we are doing, we will always want to feel in control. You don't want to feel punked or pimp. Neither P word is acceptable. But through our journey with Christ, we do want to feel purposed, right? We talked about that. Last week, right, we want to feel purposed. So 
with that being the goal, we will have to encounter some variations of circumstances. And I want to discuss a few of those right now with the royals, okay? And I'm going to use the example, Jesus the Christ, and I'm also going to use his instruction to the apostles, okay? So let's start on a positive note. In Matthew 10, Jesus instructs the disciples to go out into a particular town, into a particular type of people. He instructs them to use their gifts and power he gave them to witness to the people, to heal, and to deliver them. Essentially, do what you do to make believers out of them. He also tells them to take nothing. No extra clothes, no money, don't get a hotel, don't try to find you an Airbnb. Just take yourself and your gifts and there you'll be provided for because a worker is worthy of his food. What Jesus was saying is because you are working for the kingdom, people will be compelled to take care of you. Don't ask them, just trust God that he is sending you somewhere and you will be provided for by the people he has called you to bless, okay? He also gives instructions for what to do if they if they didn't find people who are worthy or who were like-minded. For me personally, I ask myself, do I agree with the vision and the direction of where I'm going? The worst thing we can do is get comfortable or settled somewhere we are divided in. Jesus told the disciples to leave that place immediately. If they were not accepted or mistreated, he told them to shake the dust from their feet. This was a sign that they were done trying. And Jesus said, if they ever got to that place, he promised big, big trouble. He said, if if you get to a place where you have to shake the dust off your feet, it will be worse for them than it was on Sodom and Gomorrah. And he destroyed that whole city, y'all, the whole thing. Burned that whole thing up, okay? So he said it'd be worse for the place you shake your feet off than it was for Sodom and Gomorrah. So there is there is a promise. It's a promise for you that they gonna, that God going to get them. But it's, it's, it's devastation for who going to get you, okay? So just be mindful of that. So number one, Though you should freely give of your gifts to the place God assigns you to be, it should also be taking care of your basic needs. So where you are assigned to go, it should be taking care of you and your basic needs. Now, it isn't always a one-of-one reciprocity, right? So it's not like one-for-one. I give you money, you give me money. So be sure that you are praying about that reciprocity because... How someone sows back into you is probably not how you have sown into them and vice versa, okay? Next thing, let's highlight Acts 8, 9 through 25. Again, the disciples were on an assignment baptizing people, but there was a man who paid particular attention to the gifts that they had and what they did with them. He noticed the crowd was responding to them healing the sick and and blessing people and giving them the spirit. This person previously had the attention of the same people because he was a magician. He was um, known in that town as someone who could do great things. But now when the apostles came around, 
they had the story of Jesus and they were healing people and they were blessing people in the name of Jesus and God's goodness had brought attention to them. So the guy, he wanted the attention back on him. So what he did is he asked to purchase the gifts. He wanted to buy the power to lay hands and give the spirit of God to people. Craziness. So number two, check your heart. Number 2.5, check the hearts around you. Okay. There is a gift for you as we discussed in the previous week, but it's for you to use to edify and glorify God, not yourself and not for the likes quote or the following of others. There isn't a price tag on the gifts of God, right? So be careful. If you are doing something because you feel like God has instructed you to do it and God wants you to bless um, the people that you are around, remember your nation, wherever he sent you into your culture of people, you want to do that freely in the conviction of God. And you want to do it not expecting something, but knowing something is coming, right? It's a difference to do something because of, you know, because of check. I go to work. Amen. Because I know a check is coming. I do the work that I'm supposed to do because I know the check is coming. Now, what I do for God, I do because I know he's going to give me something. But I do it freely, not knowing what it is he's given me. I have expectations for my workplace because we are in contract. But I, so if my check is shorter than it, us- than it usually is, I know that there was expectation and the expectation wasn't met. Remember, I go back to reciprocity, how God blesses us, how he knows, he sees high and uh, he looks low. He knows what it is that we need. So he has a different, we have a different expectation for him. We expect greater and better. What we can't do is serve the people God sends us expecting the same thing. God and his people are separate, okay? So make sure that we are doing it with the heart to do. Then secondly, Make sure that when we're talking to people around us, that they are not trying to learn what we do and follow what we do to get what we get. So a lot, that's a, it's a a thin line and we got to make sure we don't cross because if you are, even if, even when I talked about, you know, going into all nations and starting this podcast, if you listen to something or you do something that someone else is doing to get what they get, God will likely be hesitant to bless that. Now, I can't speak for God. He's king. But I know that if you are not in your lane and you're doing something because of what someone else is getting, you're doing something because over there they have a thousand followers. Over there they have a million followers. If you're doing something because over there they get checks, because over there they got sponsorships, then you will likely be uh, stagnant in that effort because God is saying you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Check your heart and make sure that people on your trail don't have that same heart. People who are behind you, your team of people, they cannot influence you to do something for the money or do something for the clout because there's no reward there. And God, shame on this man because the people left that place quick. The apostles was like, oh, we out. You can't buy the Holy Spirit. Are you kidding me? So make sure that you're not trying to buy the Holy Spirit. That's all I'm going to say. And finally, let's look at the life of Jesus. His first day out, 
Now, he wasn't in jail, but he was something like it. He didn't have no food for 40 days and 40 nights. That was tragic. I don't know if I could ever do it. People be talking about these little fasts. Let me tell you something. That my fast always includes some type of food. I don't care if it's fruits, berries, carrots from the ground. It's going to be something. I can't. 40 days and 40 nights with nothing? Saints, that's why he's Jesus. Anyway, it was release day for Jesus, and he's greeted right there in the wilderness by no other than the devil himself. Now, Jesus, like I said, fasted and spent time with God in the wilderness and was vulnerable, right? Because he hasn't eaten in 40 days. And God's gift to him was to put him in the desert to not eat. That he said, you are, I am well pleased with you. Now go over here and don't eat. That was just, it's crazy. So Satan then comes to vulnerable Jesus and tempts him to use his authority and power from God to turn stones to bread. And then he says, can you jump from this cliff and command angels to catch him? To those things, Jesus replied with scripture. Then Satan offered him dominion if he would just bow down and worship him. This last temptation is where a lot of us lose. In pursuit of this world's finest possessions, we compromise our faith and our relationship with God. All the gifts God gives can be used for good or evil. And you get to choose. That is one of the benefits of being in Christ is that you get to choose. I urge you royals to choose wisely. Because if you choose to trick your gifts... For what this world has to offer, you will lose God's hand and you will find yourself in distant fellowship. Mark 8, 36 says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? God the Father has guilt-free blessings and provisions for the person that lives their life in service to him and his people. Freely sowing gifts to reap a righteous harvest. So don't grow weary, but look to find where in life you are growing. The law of godly reciprocity is different because not all the time can the person you give to return the favor. You will reap what you sow and not always where you sow. Okay, Royals, that is what I had to tell you. I wanted to make sure that you give, give freely, but know where you're expecting your gifts to come from, okay? And I'm just going to pray on that so that we can make sure that we get the discernment to know the difference. Father God, you are a good God. We thank you so much for being present and participating in our lives, the intimate times, um, and you are there no matter what. We thank you that you help us to navigate these spaces and places where we are wanting to sow, we're wanting to give, we're wanting to be a blessing to others, we're wanting to use our resources to um, help our friends, our family, and even the places of our businesses or our churches. But Lord, we want to make sure that we are not um, being dragged down and, and stripped of all of our resources, but not receiving anything. Help us to get discernment on where to sow. Help us find the ground that needs our seed, our seed of our time, our seed of our talents, our seed of our tithe. Help us to know where good ground is. Don't have us to put our seeds in footpaths where the seed can't even break ground. Help us to give our seeds um, diligently, but help us to give those things in good 
background. Give us discernment. Highlight it for us. Make it very, very plain. I ask that you give us the instruction to where, how, and why to properly use our gifts, whatever those gifts are. Teach us, Lord, what to do with them because you gave them to us and you have every intention for them. So teach us that intention so we can sow them wisely. Lord, we want to be in service to you, but we want to receive that benefit of your hands on our lives. So please, Lord God, teach us where your hand is. Teach us where your hand is so that we can be there always. And then help us to continue to look towards you for our reward. You said that vengeance is yours. So you will get the people that don't treat us well. But we know that all blessings flow from heaven. And you will pour us out a blessing that we don't have room enough to receive so long as we continue to sow generously. Help us to be generous people. Not begrudging, thinking about where our help is going to come from knowing that our Father still is in control and you will provide for us so long as we seek you. I thank you. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Listen, Royals, I am so glad that we are getting to know how we should navigate this earth together. Like I said, I searched the scriptures for ways to to teach you or not even teach you, but just to talk to you about the things that come up for me. And so I hope that you will continue to take this on throughout your week. Now, friend, if you are a friend of mine, but haven't quite met my bestie, Jesus Christ, I want to introduce you to him now. All of the things, the free gifts that come, the blessings that overflow come in relationship with him. And so we are besties. If you, we haven't had the opportunity to introduce you to him, I would like to give you that opportunity now. It's real simple. He died for you and he would have done it if it was only you. He loves you that much. And so I would like to give you an opportunity to take his love, receive it as your own, and have him to hold your hand throughout the rest of your life. You can just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Dear King, thank you for loving me first. I believe you lived, you died, and you rose again just for me. Plug in. I'm ready. And I believe that greater is on the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Royals. Give it up because you know heaven is partying, heaven is celebrating. The Word of God tells us that the angels rejoice for even one person to come to Christ. If you just said that prayer, I want to invite you to connect with me so that I can give you a big virtual hug and resource you if you need it. Just give you some encouragement for next steps on this journey with Christ. You can email me at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. Again, Dear King Podcast at gmail.com. There, I can give you all the goods and we can become friends as you become friends with Christ. Royals, y'all know what we got to do after this, right? I'm about to get out of here, but I'm going to go hop over to www.dearkingonline.com. There, we continue the conversation with a blog style devotional where you can get all the resources you need. We got scriptures there. We got worship songs and we have community. So please go over there, connect with me. Let me know what you thought about the podcast today. Let me know if you have any other additional questions. 
And if you want my advice or you want to hear my facts or you want me to pray for you, please reach out to me. I am available at dearkingpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find me on all socials at dearkingpodcast. Okay? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Don't forget to tell all your friends and family that we are right here every Wednesday, breaking bread together, getting some laughs, and I cannot wait to be back with you next week. Until then, bye, Royals.